yet another episode, and this week we are talking about South Park. I am one of your hosts, Tim, and this week I am joined by Chalupa. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Do you prefer Chalupa or Aaron? I prefer Chalupa, hey, actually. Ron. <laughs> with 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 five siblings and then you know my my father who always like heard it as well i don't know like as soon as i got out of high school and then i went into fire that was immediately my name there were people that were like chalupa's first name is aaron it's like you know kramer it's like kramer's first kramer's real name is cosmo <laughs> people had no idea like there there would be like two people in the office like this is a government like a, the government of alberta and this is like, uh, where's Aaron? And people would be like, who? And it's like, Aaron Chalupa, he's been here for like nine years. So like, oh, Chalupa. Chalupa's first name is Aaron? That's so weird. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's on all my documents. Like, this is official shit. Yeah. How about you, Brian? Did you ever have a nickname? Uh, yeah. My nickname was was BS. That's why it has the not just BS. <laughs> That's fantastic. Lovely. Yeah. I had a uh, turbo. And you? Uh, yeah. Turbo car? Yeah, turbo because I, I was really fast at running between bases when I was playing t-ball. And then uh, mm, turbo. Timbit because I was T-ball. short and round, which I did not care for. <laughs> I mean, Timbit's not a bad nickname, though. I hated <laughs> <It's> it. Like... <laughs> if I was the skinny kid named Timbit, I'd love it. I could rock that shit, man. Timbo also or hated Long that. John. Long John, you're going. Yeah. Uh, I always tried to push for TJ because my middle name is John, and I just, I was never cool enough to pull it off. Like, oh, yeah, TJ, what's up? And you can't, like, self impose a nickname, which I also tried to do later on with Blotto, but, um, wow. yeah, didn't stick. And now I feel anxiety from being that fucking weird <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's part of the reason I didn't like flying monkeys is that no one really called me Chalupa I'm like fuck this place <laughs> you're not trying to get to know me yeah, at all everyone calls you Aaron yeah yeah people call me BS uh, in baseball baseball people just called me I don't even remember actually in baseball in football people call me bull nice because uh, like a couple <laughs> people call me bs and some people would call me would call me bull uh which i which i thought wasn't a bad nickname at all what was your position no not at all uh i played outside linebacker defensive end for the first couple of years and then outside linebacker oh fuck did you play uh, yeah, football no. at all chalupa i did i started off as defensive tackle and i hated it um and then one game uh, one of our middle linebackers didn't make it, and so I filled in. And my first play, I sacked the QB for a loss of yards, and well, hence the sack. Um, and then I just stayed there the rest of the season. So it was like three games in. So I was very happy about that because my dad was a middle linebacker in high school. Mm-hmm. He got Defensive Player of the Year one year. My oldest brother Kevin, he was middle linebacker. He got uh, Most Improved Player of the Year. Uh, his second year of playing, and then my brother Mike was middle linebacker as well, and then I He's was got good so I'm like, I'll this is fucking bullshit. What's that? 
Oh, he's got good awards. attitude. Give him an award. Most improved player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really sucked the first year, and now he was really good. Most improved. Well, that was a wonderful uh, so thing yeah, about my good. high school is there was not enough people around. So uh, having a good spirit, I meant that I was one of the captains of the football team. Nice. I was a captain of basketball for three so to six uh, years. Nice. Six years of high school? And I was a- well, we say junior and senior high, so we just say high school. Grade ten must have been tough. Yeah, Shit. you went. You went. <laughs> your middle school counts as uh, like together, right? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we, like we go. We go K to 12, six. Basically, when it's when it's when it's public school, it's K to six, and then it's um, seven to twelve. Typically, for a small town, it could yeah, be it could be different. Middle school. Yeah, it could be different in the cities and shit. I didn't know. Um, but I was gonna say, Tim, uh, for basketball, yeah, no, it, uh, one of my one of my coaches called me Taryn Aaron or nice. the Tank. <laughs> the Tank, I like that. I nice. uh, uh-huh. I can't believe I'm sitting down with fucking defensive folk. I was an offensive lineman, of course. You can tell by my five nine stature, five uh, ten on a good day. <laughs> Uh, we that played... good guard. You got that good guard physique. <laughs> oh, God. I got crushed so many times, but I learned how to submarine people and just take out knees all fucking day long. Oh, you Damn. bastard. I yeah. fucking I hated people that did the chop. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was a monster. Um, I, was, yeah. I was Iron Man a couple yeah, of years. People, people did chop blocks. That seems like a lifetime ago. I mean, yeah, I'm not talking like the golden age. Like, that was the best time of my life, but it was some pretty good years. Uh, one time, like they, my parents didn't want me to play football because my brother hurt his back so bad. But uh, one of my favorite stories about my dad was apparently uh, he'd taken him to the chiropractor, my older brother, after he'd gotten injured, and uh, the doctor had set him all up with the electroshock uh, treatment or whatever, Ooh. like the uh, to zap his muscles. And then he got called out of the room, so he leaves, and my dad's sitting there. And he starts playing with the fucking dials and he's like ringing them up and just shocking the shit out of my brother. And oh the, my God. Yeah, uh, chiropractor ran in and fucking sees him and kicks him out and he was banned for life from the uh, chiropractor. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he also got kicked Christ. out of the doctor's office one time. The doctor walked in and he had the uh, uh, blood pressure cuff around my sister's neck and he was just inflating it, dicking around. <laughs> Your dad was a wonderful man. <laughs> he was. If you don't laugh, it sounds like abuse. <laughs> oh fuck! It was great. But that's not why we. You had a very that. interesting family dynamic. We did. We're a bunch of goofballs. I liked it. Um. So. <laughs> oh, the cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh. So we're reliving old memories, we're talking about the good old days, and we are talking about South Park, something that's been a part of my life for a very, very long time. I remember waiting on Friday nights to stay up late enough, and the news to end, and Lloyd Robertson to get off the air, and like 11.35 would hit, and then you would get South Park come on, on the antenna, and it was amazing. And I shouldn't have been watching it, but I loved it. So different from any show uh, like when it first came out it was like crack to me absolute crack uh and just so absurd <laughs> uh, like 
Just the fact that the first episode's Cartman gets an anal probe. That alone, <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, I'm sold right away. Uh, good characters, obviously. Uh, you know, the whole killing Kenny bit right off the bat, like fantastic bit. Uh, weight gain four thousand. Oh my god. Uh, Big Gay Al was, I think, first season was uh, was the boat ride one. Uh, I'm super. And then, like, thanks for asking. We'll talk Halloween episodes. <laughs> oh, oh, the corn uh, one, like uh, uh, the Mecha Streisand one. Oh my god, little yeah. Mecha Streisand. Who was the figure skater Classic. that saved the day? Oh, uh, Brian Boitano. Brian Brian Boitano. What would Brian Boitano do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I could drop yeah. a clip here of that song. Yeah, you looking a... for Brian Dennehy? No, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, man. starving Marvin. That's a lot of, like just so many memorable episodes just in season one alone. Yeah. Ah man, it got me. Um, so yeah, South Park. Where do we start? It's massive. It's massive. Um, what I'm going to do to start us off, because I had this idea earlier, is I'm going to host a quick little quiz game. First person to five wins. I'm going to alternate between Brian and then Aaron. Uh, I'll ask Ooh. you questions. Either you know or you don't know. So, Chalupa, you're going to get to go first. <laughs> what do the vampire yeah, kids good. hate being called? They hated being called goths. <laughs> All right. That's one for Chalupa. We're not God. We're not. We're not vampires. They're totally different. <laughs> All right. Uh, hate everything. Brian and and they love hanging out. With, they love hanging out yep. with um, Ed, Edgar Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> what is the slang word for cat piss drug craze? What is the slang oh word for God. the cat piss drug craze? Um. I don't remember. To steal. To steal. steal. I knew the goth one right away. I'll let you answer, but you don't get any points. Nicely done. They're cheesing. (laughs) It came came right like as. It's the heavy metal bit. It's so amazing. Nipopolis. (laughs) The boop. What is it? The the boop dome. Oh, it's so great. So great. Chalupa, what is the name of the book Butters wrote? Oh, uh, Scrody McBoogerballs, but he didn't write it. He wrote the second one. Do you know the name of that book? I know it. Oh, the the poop that took a pee. That's true. You better not be on Damn Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you see my eyes going and me like scrolling. Oh. It's like, uh. Bri, I'm going to throw you a softball yep. here. Who do the boys discover is not real? In Crack Baby Athletic Association. Oh my god. Dude, why oh, I haven't seen that you say throw forever. me an easy one and I choke, but then I know him. Um It's the It's the the Dutch kid. No, Wait, I'm no. sorry. <clears throat> I don't know. Slash. Oh my god. Slash isn't real. 
Yeah, oh, man. right. I'm, I'm they throwing have a it. Song. In all fairness, past Flash. like season ten, I've probably only seen each episode once or twice. So, okay, we're going back Let's to see. Chalupa. Chalupa, I'm gonna give you a real hard one because you're pulling away with this. Well, oh. Chalupa gets the steal. What? Oh no, that one's way too easy. <laughs> what did the boys take a picture of Britney Spears crapping on? Uh, it's not crapping on. It's pissing on a ladybug. No, I'm sorry. It's a squirrel here. <clears throat> They're trying. No, you're lying. You have it mixed up. They're they dress bar- uh, they dress butters up as a squirrel. They dress br- butters up as a squirrel to try to get Britney Spears to crap on butters because they saw a, a picture of her peeing on a ladybug. Are you saying Sporkle.com is wrong? I've got the pictures right here. <laughs> uh, what kind of cancer did Randy intentionally get, Brian? Uh, uh, testicular. There you go. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Classic just episode. A bit, just, just a little bit of cancer, Sharon. Just a little bit of cancer. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God, Randy, uh, your balls. Arguably my favorite <laughs> like a, character, like Randy Hush. He's so good. Oh, so good. We love you, Randy. <laughs> Lord, 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 Lord. Uh, Randy and Butters have got to be up there. Another God. tough one, Chalupa. Uh, whose boobs destroyed society? Whose boobs destroyed society? <clears throat> Wendy's? I'm sorry, it says baby. The answer was baby. Okay. <clears throat> oh, right. Yeah, because Wendy gets implants. Yeah. But because she's jealous of Bebe's boobs, right? I'm gonna try. Yeah, because all the kids start giving Bebe attention. I just, I, I forgot that. I just remembered that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, we're we're getting into the yeah, final then, round here. I'm gonna keep us moving. Sorry, uh, Brian. You don't apologize. You beautiful, beautiful man. Apologize right now. Brian, okay. what is the group that yep. Cartman joins in hopes of gaining more mature friends? Uh, <laughs> is it... <laughs> uh, There's so many pedophile groups out there <laughs> in South Park. Well, I can't think of the name. Nambla? Nambla is no, correct. The... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Good job, Brian. Good job, Brian. Chalupa. Oh my God. Who replaced Mr. Hat? Another one. Who replaced Mr. Mr. Hat? Slave. <laughs> or no, not Mr. Slave. Was it like Mr. Slave is pretty much the replacement, but they had Mr. Stick. Mr. Twig. Uh, I'm gonna give that to Mr. Brian. Twig. Do we give this to Chalupa? That was pretty close. Yeah. Give it. Give him it. Mr. Stick, Mr. Twig. He was close. Yeah. Because right. Mr. Slave was in the classroom for a couple episodes, I'm pretty sure. Poor, poor Lemmy Winks. Yeah, he was. In the journey of Lemmy Winks. All right, this is fucked Oh, up. fuck, that's such really a good happy. episode. <laughs> Brian, who is Cartman's father? Oh, my God. Uh, dude, we are going way back for this. This one's a tricky one too because uh, it's, it's gone it so the, many different ways. I, yeah, I'm trying to remember. What, like, wasn't it the Denver Broncos like the whole team for a while? For a and while, then, it was. Uh, <laughs> and then wasn't it Mustafa for a while? Um, 
And then it was his mom oh. for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she was in her mathematics. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um it, it is fuck, one of the best cool. episodes and arcs that are fucking out there of all time. Yeah. I can literally think of all the things that it, it didn't end up being. I can't think of who it, what it actually was. Uh, uh, I have yeah. a question. I have yeah. a question now that Brian hasn't gotten it. Did did Mitch Connor reveal the true answer? <laughs> yeah, I believe he did. It's Scott yeah. Tennerman's dad, isn't uh-huh. it? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, Jack Tennerman. Yeah. I'm 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 half I'm yeah. half ginger, but you're also half bronco too, which is pretty cool. Uh, oh my god, that was fantastic! Okay, uh, Chalupa is pulling ahead. The it Scott the Scott Tennerman episode is incredible. Pardon me. Um, Scott Tennerman must die. Yeah. All right, last so question. Good. If you can get this right, you win it all, Chalupa. Chalupa, mm-hmm. who's suspended? Sorry. Who sponsored Cartman's NASCAR? Who sponsored um, Cartman's NASCAR? Uh, I'm just trying to think of the proper name. Uh, Preparation H. Oh, eh, Vagisil. Vagisil. Oh, oh it's Vagisil. Give me a chance to steal. Because <laughs> I, I, I remember he's like, I, I said it at the same like, oh, yeah, I get up. Got a nice. Got a nice, got a nice dip in there. Yeah, people are so dumb. <laughs> Brian, what was Cartman's cat's name? Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, we could pause uh, the recording. You can actually go Kitty? watch a couple episodes. It is Mr. Was Kitty. It just Kitty. Oh, did you yeah. just say That's just Kitty? Yeah, it was Mr. Kitty. No, no, he said Mr. Kitty. All right, well, (laughs) that's an easy one. I'll give it to you. Well, here's Kitty's house. In the ghetto, on the cold and gray Chicago morning, another little baby child is born in the ghetto, in the ghetto, and his mama cries, cause if there's one thing that she don't need, it's another little hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto, in the ghetto. Shh, Carmen, why? Yeah. Um, no, kitty, such a bad kitty. <laughs> that's fine. That's a bad man. kitty. I think that's four four now. By the way, I'm just saying, if you give me the Vagisil seal because I said it at the exact same time, <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it is pretty close. Um, I think we are in whoever gets the next one correct. Which do I make it hard? Or do I make it easy, boys? What do you want? I don't know. Whatever. Some I, of the hard ones aren't even that hard. It all depends. What animal did Kyle's yeah. dad want to be? A dolphin. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> Alright, last question for Brian. We either... And this is uh, either Chalupa in the win, or you guys have tied. Um, oh, shit. I'll let you look at the top of my bald head and thinking pose. According to Butters. Just like you're giving someone a blowjob. <laughs> That's why he shaves the top of his head. Less resistance against the guy's stomach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> according to Butters, who is the most beautiful woman in the world? Ooh. Um, 
I don't know her name. Okay. I don't know her fucking name. Uh, is it? She's, it's she's Lisa. married I don't to know an, her last name. She she's a, she's married to an idiot. Lisa, is it Lisa Berger? I'm sorry. No, nope. we're looking for Kim Kardashian. Nope. Kardashian. Oh, she, he wants to he wants to jump on her belly. <laughs> oh, there boy. there was there was the lady that he he was uh, in love with that worked at Raisins. I forget her name. It was like Mercedes or Lexus or something. Oh like yeah. That. <laughs> Didn't didn't hey, he cutie. didn't he think that like uh oh no it's Lisa that has a crush on Butters in the Hobbit episode oh yeah not <laughs> Butters that has a crush on Lisa that show oh, has there's so there's so many trivia it. yeah oh I, so I got that completely you. wrong I'm super cheesed yeah because it's a it's the same episode as the like the Kim Kardashian like Butters likes Kim Kardashian but Lisa likes Butters. The poop that took a pee Damn episode, it. I believe, because somebody reads the poop that took a pee and then treats it like um, Petra in the Rye, and then murders the Kardashians. <laughs> well, Chalupa, you're a reigning uh, trivia champion for uh, for at yeah. least this week, and if we ever bring back this segment. One we should do a South it. Park trivia night somewhere oh, if they ever host it. Like, there was an office trivia night in Barrie the other week. I'd like to do a South Park one. I've never gotten to do a trivia night. That seems like a lot of fun. I would like to go yeah. out to that trivia night. Trivia nights are sick. Yeah. I was reading something about Leanne Cartman. So at one point, Cartman's mom uh, was said to be like... Uh, uh, her, yeah, hermaphrodite and Cartman's own father and... She was constantly seen as like really promiscuous in the first couple of seasons. I guess that uh, either it was Matt or Trey. That's the name of one of his like ex fiancés that he walked in and she was banging like his best friend or something. So he just like fucking oh, lit her up for years. <laughs> just used her name and made her like <laughs> as despicable a human being as possible. I think she's actually nice. a really underrated character uh, later on when they're using her and doing the... Uh, the human centipede episode where he's trying to get like his iPad and he's like going through the future Sentai shop. pads. Oh, you're fucking yeah. me, mom. You're yeah. fucking me. Sentai pad. <laughs> you're fucking me, mom. Hey, can we stop and get, we can stop and get some lip gloss. I like to be good. If you're going to fuck, I like to look good. If you're going to fuck me, you can pick up some condoms. I'd like to be safe. If you're going to fuck me, I like to be wined and dined. If you're going to fuck me, <laughs> the best oh, is like yeah. he puts it on he's crying and he's like you think we can go for some, some McDonald's because I like to be wide and die before I get fucked <laughs> uh, I, I guess that leads into a good question though uh, for you guys who has the best family dynamic because you got Stan's family Kenny's family uh, Kyle's family uh, each with their own u- unique setup and storylines over the years has any of them really popped for you that you like really kind of grab onto or happy to see when it's happening? I think the Marsh family in general is the the highlight family to me. I mean, Kenny's family is pretty entertaining too, but a like Randy Marsh and then Grandpa, uh, and then even Shelly. Like the first couple seasons with Shelly picking on <laughs> uh, Stan, like every it's it's a just it's a on very well. 
Yeah, it's such a good, well-written family. Like the dynamic of that family. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the like the whole episode a blockbuster. of uh, the Country <laughs> Kitchen Buffet, the Country Kitchen Buffet oh episode. Is great, this great Country on. Kitchen Buffet? Uh, <laughs> Get off the street! Old people are driving. <laughs> Uh, Shelly with her boyfriend for a while there, like, and she was like, Yoko Ono, the band, was so good. Or when she had the boyfriend that, really uh, was. he wears the life vest, oh and God. they're gonna go see Spider-Man, <laughs> and then Brandy's all worried because you take women to Broadway shows to get a blowjob. <laughs> and he's like, no, Shelly! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that whole fucking parking lot fight in the back where the, uh, the musical directors Whoa, are obviously bro. all in on it <laughs> just Whoa, blowing bro. down Steven Sanheim <laughs> Elton John bro you, you gotta go, use bro? some subtext bro no, no, Sharon, they're bros. They're yeah, bros. well, and, like, I guess they, they finished with it early on, but Kyle's mom being a big fat bitch was fucking great. Mm. They used that family. Kyle's mom's bitch, big fat bitch. She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. If there's was a bitch, she's bitch, 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 she's bitch. You all the boys and girls. <laughs> la, 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 la. Sticks in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand Bigger, Longer, Uncut for an absurd amount of time. I think it was only recently I discovered what that meant. <laughs> embarrassingly so fair enough <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I killed you. yeah Matt Stone and Trey Parker are great or, and where was I supposed to go so much, there's so much with yeah, there's so much with South Park that like you, like I I didn't even realize like when uh, it may have been like a year ago where uh, like I was just on like Watch Mojo or something on YouTube uh and it, Cartman's lines they're like improv basically Holy like shit, really? there's barely any write, writing for Cartman it's just they like Trey Parker just comes up with them as he goes <laughs> which which makes it that much more entertaining and also maybe adds to the ridiculousness of Cartman as a character uh that's <laughs> so really much impressive. so yeah yeah there's just it's they're some of the best writers. Uh, they do some of the best satire. Case mm-hmm. uh, and but like it can be the smartest, wittiest satire, and then they sprinkle in enough ridiculousness that it appeals to most people. And that is, I think, is a tough line to walk because you can take someone like John Oliver and. He he may upset a lot of people, even though you know he's he's doing some of the same commentary that Matt Stone and, uh, and Trey Parker do. But they just add in the perfect level of ridiculousness that I think it, it balances so well. All these years later, I don't think I know what Matt uh, Matt and Trey's actual politics are. It's so well <laughs> hidden, and they play every side so well that, like, I, I really wouldn't be able to to describe you in ethos. That's the oh, comedy, man. They, they do a really good job with 
yeah, they just they're really good at poking fun at all sides. Uh, really good, just in general. The uh, Mr. Garrison as Trump is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, absolutely fantastic. It's just the level of ridiculousness that they got to. Uh, oh, Caitlyn Jenner. And, oh God. Yeah. Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the documentary Six Days to Air? No, I have not. No, Uh, it came out in about 2011 and it describes how they get an episode ready in six days, like including animation and everything between the writing, the voice acting, everything within the studio. They can churn them out that fast, and that's how they can be so relevant to what's happening. It is chaotic and pretty cool. I, I also like that South Park gives, like, shitty-ass roles to celebrities for cameos. Yeah. I wanted uh, to bring like that up Obviously, the most famous one is George Clooney as Sparky. Uh, it's a pretty fantastic one. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah they give Jay Leno's really the turkey, roles. isn't he? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think so. Um and they, oh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, because they offered it to Seinfeld. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, Jay Leno. He, he was a I, I'm actually, I just looked it up. Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah. Jay Leno played the voice of Mr. Kitty. Uh, George Looney played uh, Dog Who Had No Other Speaking Roles Other Than A Few Barks and Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> wow. Uh, total number of deaths for Kenny is at least eighty. Oh wow! Some interesting facts I'm I'm seeing here that uh, that even I didn't know. At one point, a Canadian mother tried to take South Park to court to try to get them to stop killing Kenny or change the character's name because it was causing her child uh, psychological harm. The case was thrown out. Oh. <laughs> I just like the idea that there was some Karen out there. Yeah, just uh, don't watch the show. Don't have your kid watch the show. That's it's as simple as that. Yeah, uh, it's an eighteen plus show. If they can't handle it, just don't. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you guys ever watch basketball back in the day? Absolutely, it's a great oh, yeah. satire on professional sports. So good, so good. It holds. Yeah. Up I love the so opening well. like ten minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even just the opening monologue, like the the like the Lakers move to Los Angeles where there is no lakes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm having uh, to play in the fine city Lakers of Miami, Minnesota. Whatever. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soon it was commonplace for entire teams to change cities in the search of greater profits. The Minneapolis Lakers moved to Los Angeles. Where there are no lakes. The Oilers moved to Tennessee, where there is no oil. The Jazz moved to Salt Lake City, where they don't allow music. <laughs> the Raiders moved to, from Oakland. <laughs> the Raiders moved Oakland from to Oakland LA. to LA, back to Oakland again, and no one seemed to notice. <laughs> and now they've moved to Vegas. That's the funny thing, too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And no one again. noticed in Oakland. Oh, my God. 
Uh, I know it's juvenile, but some of the sight gags too, when like they're arguing and they've given themselves uh, giant dicks, and, like as they move, oh. you can hear it, like <laughs> flopping around. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah! What a good. good I hear movie. your sister's going out with squeak. <laughs> <laughs> it's such Steve a good Perry. movie, Steve. Perry. <laughs> Oh, come on. That was a San Francisco joke, not a gay joke. <laughs> I'd like to everyone to leave now so I can have a moment with Coop alone. All right, Coop, now that we're alone, everyone's still there. <laughs> you know? We... Oh, my God. Yeah, the funeral. Starts rubbing Shit. on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Okay, if we're so gonna... good. Like they're not only like wonderful like voice actors and writers, but they actually can act and like, star in comedies. Yeah, so good, so good. Like these guys, yeah. these guys. Like, I think South Park is my favorite show of all time. It's so smart. I think it's the smartest show on TV. And we were talking about this before with the political satire and everything. It's the genius of comedy. Like, if you're a really good comedian, you show yeah. no preference to the left or right or middle or whoever mm -hmm. you you put all of them mm -hmm. on trial unbiased and you make yeah. fun of everything that they say because uh, they got in hot water a little while ago with um the trans uh, gender issue where it's like macho man randy savage going in <laughs> female strong strength competitions yeah against uh what a vice principal yeah. strong woman <laughs> and they got in a lot of trouble yeah. Um, but yet, but yet they've also done other episodes too, where it's very educational. Like when they did, did uh, Le Petit Tourette, uh, yeah. the Tourette's episode, the Tourette's, I, I believe that I might get the acronym wrong, but, or like the, the line of the, the people wrong, but, uh, the Tourette's society of America, I want to say it is, they actually applauded it and they said, no, this is a very good, accurate description of what, how it happens, what it can occur and how it can develop That's... and they said it was very educational to a lot of people where a lot of people were like oh no they're gonna offend them all mm. and it's like no actually we you know accept this and not only accept it but also endorse it too well i, I appreciate shows like this because i grew up watching it and like you think back on like how impressionable we were we were that young watching shows like this and yes probably having our parents uh educate us a little bit after the show if we had questions or said something but uh you know like you can see maybe we are a little more accepting or how it could have influenced your comedy or the how you treat people is when you grow up watching big gay al and it being fucking hilarious and knowing that like you're just accepting this cool guy and then you go on to the next show and the next show and it is about accepting and knowing and you can still make fun of these people because they're just people like you or me and everybody you know everybody is just a human being i don't know it's uh i like that mm. i uh i i think overall it's just the other thing i like about south park is it's just so dense uh like just reading through these facts that i picked up or there's just things that i didn't even realize like the fact that Kyle and Ike's names, when you put them together, is a racial slur. <laughs> no <laughs> fucking way. Oh, yeah, it's no. definitely intentional because it, they're because they're oh, Jewish no. too. So oh, definitely. My God. 
Well, Ike is technically <laughs> Canadian, but religion, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a Jewish family. Yeah. Oh my god, that's uh, wonderful. You can be Canadian and still be Jewish, by the way. <laughs> I know. They don't stop I know. anybody is at the our, That's the South Park universe for you, though. It's like you're more identified as a Canadian by their, you know, the shape of their face. It's like, oh, you must be Canadian. It's like, how yeah. could you tell that, buddy? Uh, you'd mentioned well, the, the trans controversy. One of the funniest fucking jokes, like ending lines to a show that I've ever seen was after Mrs. Garrison goes back to being Mr. Garrison, the whole episode of chasing the uh, dick grown on the back of a, a mouse. And uh, she's explain. he is at this point explaining himself to everybody. He's like, yes, if you can't have a, a child, then you're never completely a woman, something like that. Like some fucking insane bigotry that he's spewing. And someone puts up their hand at the back of the room like, well, my wife had a ovarian cancer, so she can't have children. Well, you better get an AIDS test, uh, Daryl, because your wife's a dude, faggot. <laughs> Just cut to black. It's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's, and also... Uh... I can't imagine the writing room, how like safe you would have to be to... like. <laughs> What doesn't get into a show? What kind of horrible shit do they say that never makes it to air? Well, yeah, like, do you remember the whole Muhammad true. issue? Oh my god, yeah. So, this is the funny thing, is that <laughs> before that international, you know, uh, you know, worldwide headline of... <laughs> You know, oh, you can't you can't put uh, Muhammad into a you know a cartoon depiction or a comic depiction. Depiction, man, South Park did that like years ago when Super Best Friends were the you know first a thing. I think it was like season four or five, and then it wasn't picked up until like season twelve when they did the Family Guy episode where they were protesting the whole idea of you can't you know have a depiction of somebody and take it out of like put it into a comical text. But yeah, like it was—it's just hilarious how like no one really gave a shit. It's like, oh yeah, okay, Muhammad is you know one of the super best friends with Jesus and Buddha and you know semen, seaman. <laughs> but but you My know all of a sudden, like now that this, all, all of a sudden now that this it's this uh, you know worldwide thing because of this Danish cartoonist, um, it's it's now an issue that no one can do that ever. So I thought that was always kind of funny. And you, if you had the DVDs, you were still able to see it and, and, you know, view it and everything. But now they're all censored. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, uh, maybe we can jump into some of our overall favorite episodes. Episodes, gentlemen. Absolutely. I'll Um, start. uh, Stanley's cut. Yeah, go ahead. I thought, I love (laughs) Love that episode. Uh, yeah, basically, Stan gets in trouble and he's running like a Mighty Ducks uh, kind of episode where he has to now coach a team. Kid gets sick with cancer. He's <laughs> like, You're going to win the game or I'm going to die, coach? It's, it is reminiscent of like all of the uh, sports movies that came out while we were growing up. It is fucking wonderful he's tormented by the commercial guy just popping up over his shoulder with a record just so he can scratch it and start narrating what's happening 
and the end in typical absurdist fashion uh, ends with them actually having to play against what the uh, Colorado Avalanche and getting fucking destroyed. <laughs> uh, um, Scott Tannerman must die. Oh, has to be shit. up there. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. Has to be. Uh, what else? Uh, the Mysterion episodes, if you count those as one, I, I have a big, big fondness for. Um, Casa Bonita. Mm. Oh my god, Casa Bonita. If you don't remember. Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita. Um, oh, when I don't they're remember. trying to save Star Wars? That's the act- uh, I don't know if Casabonita is the actual name of the episode. Is it? Yeah, season seven. Okay, I, was, I thought it was a bit earlier. Season seven. Uh, yeah, if Casabonita, probably my favorite episode. So just in case uh, anyone listening doesn't doesn't know, uh, Cartman's favorite place in the world is Casabonita, and Kyle's going to Casabonita for his birthday. So Cartman tries to be nice to Kyle to get an invite and Kyle tells him no. Uh, so then Cartman resorts to tricking Butters. Uh, and I'll leave it at that in order for <laughs> Butters to uh, not be able to attend the party so Cartman can go instead is a fantastic episode <laughs> and just uh, just really highlights the ridiculousness of Cartman overall. We all know a kid that was like that when we were younger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was a big fan of the rerun Aaron, episode yours. where they get. Was that Brian? Oh, I just said yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I think there's a delay in my uh, my audio from you guys, so you hear me a little bit when you start talking. So apologies if, you, if it sounds like I'm cutting you off. I'm trying to speak when there's a, a break. Um, but oh. uh, yeah, one of my favorite, yeah, the, the rerun episode when they get picked up by the aliens and they ask the aliens to turn into like a pooping taco that poops out ice cream and they like go back and it's like, hey, didn't we do this whole thing before and everything? And yeah, yeah, it's not, that's a really good one. Um, make love, not Warcraft, obviously. I think oh, that's a call, big yeah. fan favorite of a lot of people. Um, my God, what other ones are there that's just stand out? Oh, Faith uh, plus one. Uh, trapped in the closet. <laughs> when when uh, Cartman one. starts the, the Christian rock band, that's so funny. And then it goes, it makes fun of Metallica and P. Diddy and fucking Jewel or whoever. And it's so good. And yeah, yeah, Trapped in the Closet's really good too. Yeah. <laughs> Any, any like the the series ones are really um, good as well. Like Imagination um, Land, try, like Imagination, Imagination Land, Land oh is fantastic. The Game of Thrones ones are really good. The PlayStation Bunderer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> S- a song of no, acid you fire. can't die. Everyone likes you. <laughs> uh, the one where Cartman freezes himself to get the 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 Wii, and then he's dealing with like the science yeah. guys and the fucking otters. <laughs> They got perfectly good bellies. Oh my god! 
Uh, I've really enjoyed what they've done to Mickey Mouse, making him like a a serious villain that just shows up from time to time and (laughs) fucking kills. I got a ring on my finger that tells me what I can and cannot do. (laughs) (laughs) I really fucking love it when I get a call and I have to come all the way out here in middle of nowhere, Colorado. (laughs) That was a great impression, Chalupa. (laughs) Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, oh uh, that's my fiber accounts. If anybody still looks the, at it, the General Tao uh, episode where they're trying to like f- Cartman is bartering between the Chinese and Disney for Star Wars, and it's like this whole like conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, but th- with apologies yeah. to Jesse Jackson when Randy's on uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, that one. That's 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 incredible. Hey, it's the N-word guy. <laughs> People that annoy. <laughs> I know what it is, uh, but I, I don't, don't know think if I, I should say, say this. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> uh, out of curiosity, would I be derailing us too much if we took a moment now that we're kind of reminiscing uh talk about Chef? Like the early Aww. days of Chef? Like, oh, I mean, Isaac Chef Hayes. was great. I, I miss the fact that Isaac Hayes... Uh, yeah, I had show. I uh, <laughs> I I actually read something yeah. redeeming from his son Isaac Hayes the third, uh, and it seemed like it was from a reputable source, like Screen Rant or something. Uh, I don't know if they actually fact check or anything. Maybe it was just a son reaching out to defend his father. But so what had happened was Chef was the uh, go-to advice guy for the kids in the first couple seasons and he would sing these amazing songs um, we're going to probably drop one in here right now chocolate salty balls chocolate salty balls say, is right now. say hey everybody have you seen my balls the big and salty and brown you ever need a quick I want to make love stick to my balls mind. in your mouth Ooh. <laughs> suck on my chocolate salty balls right beside the fire stick in your mouth and suck them so actually what happened or what his son claims has happened is he got involved in Scientology. They did the Scientology episode without talking to him. So he went to Matt and Trey and was like, hey guys, you don't really know what my religion's about. I would like you guys to come to a couple courses and I can show you what Scientology is. So at least like when you tell the story, you're not just spreading lies and bullshit and stuff, which apparently that's what's so great about South Park. Yeah, like, and I guess that was like uh, everybody was amenable to that. And then over the course between one season to the next, they got a letter decrying what they did. Uh, Isaac Hayes was quitting, saying that the it wasn't okay with what they did, uh, making fun of religion, blah, 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 blah. Matt and Trey were like, fuck you, buddy. Like, we've made fun of Christians, Muslims, Jewish people, everybody up until now. Why would you do that? Allegedly he had a stroke during that time period and everybody that was around him his assistants his doctors his uh friends were all scientologists so he couldn't have any kind of control and uh they quit the show for him like i guess on his behalf so his son was like my dad's not a fucking hypocrite like he would he thought this was all funny and all this stuff but they 
they kind of swooped in and uh, took over for him. I like Chef was a great character. He added a nice little dynamic uh, that really I don't think has been filled very well. Uh, have you guys seen Book of Mormon? I have not yet, but I would really, really love to. If it's ever coming back to Toronto, do you guys have any interest in going with me, or am I going alone? 100%. Absolutely. I, I don't care. I would absolutely go. I don't care how much it costs. I've never been to a live Broadway-style like Broadway style show, like except for like Peace Players in Peace River, Alberta, population of 5,000 people. Uh, yeah, I've never really been to a live theater event, so I'd love to go see one on the big stage, and I think that'd be great. I've heard a few of the songs. Holy fuck, is it fun. I, I am really, really excited. Have you seen it, Brian? Yeah. I have seen Book of Mormon. Uh, it is fantastic. I would go again. I would definitely go again. That's how that's how good it is. Brian, you need to be in Book of Mormon. I'm a, I'm I could picture fan. you in Book of Mormon. <laughs> what is your favorite song from Book of Mormon? Oh, I actually, I couldn't tell you. I, like, I don't remember, like, specifics about the songs because i've watched it maybe man danielle and i went to see it i want to say six seven years ago at this point now um maybe it's first run in toronto or second but i just remember like absolutely dying uh laughing like the whole time to the point where like the part of your cheek where like your jaw lines (laughs) up with like right there like right at the jaw neck area like it, it was hurting from laughing so much from like pressure buildup. Like it was, it was great. Uh, so if, uh, if you guys have not seen it, if it ever comes back, that would be incredible. I'd be all about that for sure. Family yeah. vacation. Let's do it. <clears throat> I got money on my line of credit. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pass on flying to Dublin right now. <laughs> selfish man yeah yeah pretty selfish like that what can I say I want the best for my daughter uh, I'm going to make responsible decisions (laughs) as an adult pretty much parent and husband what up you guys just don't know you just don't know (laughs) Yeah. I don't know it seems like more fun just crying myself to sleep alone every night I don't know what you're fucking getting out of this (laughs) <laughs> Halloween's only for kids. Uh, it's not okay. Adults. <laughs> oh man, South Park. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice intermission. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I got you know we oh, kind of touched I... on some some you know hidden facts, some episodes we really liked. Anything else that you guys want to cover on the South Park front? Um, I wanted to quickly bring up that uh, Sri Lankan government, after episode 200, where it depicted Buddha starting cocaine, uh, that show was banned. South Park entirely was banned from Sri Lanka after that episode. <laughs> and every episode before. It's, it's, it's quite fantastic how much government and religion is tied everywhere yeah. it's not it's not just like a it's not a thing that we're not unfamiliar with. uh it's it's just kind of ridiculous that like the idea that a show can be banned 
because it said something offensive to some people that don't even need to watch it. I, I don't understand it. It's not it's not affecting your daily life. You're not forced to experience anything to do with it. Just don't watch it. Doesn't need to be banned. Yeah. That's the one well, thing about any sort of like cancel culture in general that I don't get. It, it's tough with By a country means, like Sri Lanka where it is like you rape children. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 tough with um with a country like Sri Lanka or a very religious centered uh central uh country like um Great Britain. Wales and uh, Ireland especially had Life of Brian banned since like 1980 mm-hmm. or whenever it was re- was released because of their depiction of like the kind of poking fun at Jesus, even though Monty Python has said many times, it's like, well, we didn't have anything to do with it. I'm going to save a lot of my Monty Python facts and stuff uh, for when we do an episode on Monty Python, so I won't mm-hmm. own anymore. But it, it, is, it is interesting to see like many countries or um, religious groups ban certain shows because of like how they depict a certain uh a character or you know yeah i agree with yeah. both of you guys as far as like the cancel culture like i am happy we're living in a time where more people are being welcomed to the table so that we can get more interesting jokes and stories like we've we've had a lot sure. of like white dudes writing stories for a long time now different well, white dudes write the best stories i mean <laughs> we're not allowed to say that but like shit um oh my God. <laughs> at least for now uh no it, we're seeing more and more people come to the table and it's going to be interesting 10 or 15 years from now but like i don't want to treat anybody like they're glass i want to make fun of everybody equally <clears throat> and i mm-hmm. it feels like you can't do that now which to me feels like I'm treating that person as if they're weak. And I don't like doing mm-hmm. that because I know the strength of other human beings. That's, you know, like that's a lesson that South Park taught me is that everybody can be made fun of equally. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, yeah, either you see Chappelle's new special. Mm-hmm. So I will say from a comedy special standpoint, it was shit. Really? It was like, I I thought the I loved Dave Chappelle, but it just seemed like a lot of a lot of like fart jokes, a lot of like not deeply funny jokes, but from a commentary perspective, nailed it. Like uh, why the nailed the how people are getting over offended and how people are taking quotes instead of the overall topic, right? Uh, and that's a big problem. It's a really big problem. I think people are addicted to outrage and seeing anything that they can do to get themselves angry or put an opinion out there, even if they don't fully support the opinion or anything. They just want a reaction. They just need attention. And it's, you know, ironic that I'm sitting in front of a microphone at 212, sorry, 1224 in the fucking morning trying to record a show that I hope people listen to, but like, it's not for the attention, I tell you that much with our listeners, but it's it's all about mm-hmm. the individual, right? Oh, for sure. It's it's somebody trying to compare themselves to someone else and say, I'm more special than you are because this is what has me down, you know, uh, you know, under the boot heel of society. 
And you see that with a lot of white people nowadays, where they're trying to find any kind of thing, where it's just like, hey, hey, I'm hard done by too. It's not just you. It's also me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the Karen, the Karens of the world, right? It's just like, you have no idea what I go through. It's like, okay, very true. I don't know what you're going through, but at the same time, um, there's a lot of other people going through other things too. And I'm also the kind of person that doesn't like to prioritize or, you know, like uh, have a competition where it's like, Oh, your, your trauma is worse than this person's trauma or something. Like I think that, that once you get to that point, you're kind of missing the, the mark, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone likes to play the victim card, no matter what they're doing. It's like, Oh, you can't tell me what to do because I'm this, uh, you know, like, I was a wildland firefighter, but I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, like I put my life on the line every day. So like I should be treated the same as like veterans during Remembrance Day. It's like, good Lord, no. Like, are you kidding me? Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Brian, yeah. you brought up comedy. So I, I think this is a good inroad. And I, I've been wondering if uh, are you still writing? Are you planning on doing any stand up or is that? I'm still I'm still writing. I have a ton of stuff that I've written. Uh, I haven't done stand-up since before Sabrina was born, which is uh, a little frustrating. But uh, I have tons of material that I got to get out soon. I'm just doing a quick look. I obviously am an amateur and know nothing about your craft. Is there anything like on a future episode like you, you, that you could share with us so we could get some insight into what you're doing? Because I've always been deeply intrigued about stand-up. Yeah, man, uh, I'd be I'd be into going through some of it, the the highs, the lows, uh, what I found works from a writing process, all that fun stuff. Would you be amenable to like giving us a, like a, a couple of jokes or something like that? Like, come on, one day we can be your audience. The stay-at-home yeah, dad fucking chronicles. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like uh, you know, we can also kind of talk through. Uh, like writing jokes can be a group process as well. Mm -hmm. It's one of the, one of the good things, like I'm working on a joke right now. Uh, like the premise is mass shootings and how I thought COVID would have stopped them, but really didn't. And how you can kind of tell the age range of a mass shooter <laughs> based off the location that the shooting happens. Uh, it's like a school. Well, that one's pretty obvious, but if you hear a mass shooting is at Ikea, you know the guys in his thirties. Uh, <laughs> you can guarantee that he's built furniture in his day, and IKEA has exposed him to all the problems of his marriage. Uh, <laughs> and they're like assembled a full dresser. He realized that one small piece at the beginning is backwards, so you got to restart it again. <laughs> you got like four of those in your life before you're marching down a Walmart buying a gun and going across the street and just lighting up all the IKEA employees. Right? Like it's um, yeah, I, I'm working on come with like an that. Allen key. It's obviously it not didn't very come with an Allen key. All right, guys. Uh twelve forty five. Yeah, that last five minutes. I gotta call is, it especially because uh... <laughs> Yeah. Uh but I yeah. got a yeah. little one freaking out. So I got to do a sniff test to see if there's a diaper change or something that needs to happen. Sniff test. See you guys. It smells like uh, yeah. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the Toronto. 
you know that you have to change the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, because Tim, you're a little far given uh, given this, uh, especially because it'll only be a couple hours. But what wow, are you doing Saturday night? Fucking uninvite. I get it. I, ah. You don't want to come to Milton for to watch UFC because <laughs> that's what I'm asking oh. Aaron to do. <laughs> um, I've got uh, a buddy from England. If, coming if to you're visit. free Saturday night, you're welcome. I'm working. Thank you for the uh, uninvite, though. <laughs> no problem. Like you can drive. You can drive three hours, uh, two and a half hours each way to watch two hours of UFC if you want to. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't I... think it's worth it personally. <laughs> I completely respect <laughs> the fucking boundaries. I get hey, it. We're work hey, friends. Like, if you I want him, and uh, yeah, we'll get some food and pig out. It'll be a good time. And talk about how awesome it is not to be around uh, Tim. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm happy I didn't invite that guy. I'm just the guy in the middle. It's just like I hang out with Tim at James Bond, and then I hang out with Brian, and then it's just like, yeah, it's so cool just to hang out with you. And it's like, yeah, wouldn't it be great if all three of us hung out? It's like, nah, it's cool. It's just you and me. You know what? I really, the older I get, appreciate friends with clear boundaries. Like, when you invite me over to your house, I also want to know what time you expect me to leave. Hey, we're hanging out at like 6.45. Really be great if you're oh, gone man. by 9, though. I understand that. I used that. to be that kid. I, like in elementary school, I'd go over to my buddy's place, then he'd be like, his parents would be like, yeah, so I think your parents are expecting you home for dinner now. And they're like, yeah, no, they're all right. <laughs> get kind of get get late. Well, we got to go to church, you know, so you have to leave the house. We can't leave you here. I was like, okay, what, I what, guess. What, am I going to rob you? Come on, you go to church. So that'll be fine. Yeah. No, for sure. I'll, I'll just hang out here and oh, play Nintendo man. 64 a bit more. So yeah, that was the South Park episode. All right, guys, that we derailed from relatively quickly. So if we want to add more <laughs> yeah. to it, Tim, you just get us back together. You let us know. I think there's enough, though, for a quick episode. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Brian's got to go. Very, very. He's got to sniff. He's got to, he, his nose is just dying to sniff some stuff. I lived in fucking Winnipeg too long. <laughs> Tim, no, yeah, exactly. First off. Yeah, you lived in Manitoba. That's a big, big problem with me. Uh, <laughs> we know we know that uh, you lived in what is essentially a concentration camp. So, <laughs> we're going on a trip thing. to a place called Auschwitz. <laughs> Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. <laughs> they call it Winterpeg because of all the ash from the ovens. Yeah. Flynn Flon is fun to this time Put your of year. Tongue out, mommy. <laughs> oh, I actually God. like when nothing good happens in Saskatoon. <laughs> Saskatoon berries. Saskatoon berries. Toontown. One jam does not redeem a fucking whole province of shitty fucking per- parallelogram bullshit. Oh, Easy to draw, hard to spell. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a good boys. night, folks. See you, boys. Have bye a bye. Cash critics can.
You know what? Give me three weeks. I'm going to try to come up. What is a good time limit I should do if I was going to like come to this? We're going to sit down and I was going to try to give you a stand up. Like I was going to try to write something like two minutes. Yeah, man. Like start, start with. So if I was to do like my first open mic, for an example, they're like three minute spots, maybe five minutes if you're lucky and they're not busy. Uh, You get like three minute spots for the first few and then as you start to know some of the organizers, you'll get a, like a five minute spot at some of the like main places that do open mic. So it's good to have at least three minutes. Uh, you try to have five, you're in a good spot. Right. Um, so I'm going to try to write a, lot a three that... minute set. I don't know if you're in Chalupa. Yeah, I've got, Man. I was telling Brian, you, this you guys should try. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be really fun. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got some like each other. I've got some uh, little skeleton jokes, but it's just uh, a matter of filling it up with, uh, you know, the meat and all that other stuff to make it a whole joke and everything. And like the thing is too is like mm-hmm. I really enjoy the guys that do the story comedy where they tell a story and then they kind of come back to it too. Yeah. But like I like, like, I like Mike Berbiglia kind of guy. Burbiglia, I love my, my favorite Bur- Burbiglia. Yeah, the the my what is it? My girlfriend's boyfriend. Yes, my that girlfriend's boyfriend. That was fantastic. So good. His, so good. Mike Burbiglia. Uh, I've seen him live twice. All his specials are so great. Uh, Bert Kreiser is a good storyteller. Bert Kreiser is a very mm-hmm. good storytelling comedian. Oh yeah, uh, he tells good stories uh, about his kids. The machine story is pretty good. Um, I I've always been a fan of comedians that can tell good stories. Mark Marin, oh my God, Mark Marin is hilarious and really good at telling stories too. Uh, I'd highly recommend him if you haven't seen him. How about this? I I don't know if uh, I think this fits. What if we were to do this comedy episode or whatever the next time we get together? But uh, we each suggest like a a special for the other guys to to check out and then we can come we can talk about the specials we could do our sets we could critique each other give her some ideas on how to help each other but uh i don't know i think that'd be pretty fun yeah i i think so too um and mitch hedberg's my favorite i i could i would have pegged you for a mitch hedberg guy so mitch hedberg i still no one i reference mitch hedberg so much in conversation in my day-to-day life to the point that my wife thinks it's annoying (laughs) but other other people don't understand it and it makes it that much more entertaining to me like anytime i see i I, like i go to subway or i see ducks i like in a park i'm always like i have six ducks outside and they all want sun chips (laughs) And no one, no one <laughs> understands it, um, and it, it, it makes it—it it makes me laugh. It's the same. I love Tom Segura. Uh, oh, Tom also is a good great. storytelling. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say bikes when I go past bike shops now because of Tom Segura. I'll go bikes, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no one understands it, and I, I super. I, like I just appreciate the fact that no one understands it. Yeah, I, I think I already have my uh, 
the one that I would get you guys to check out. I'm going to have to re-listen to it and make sure it still holds up. As, uh, But this has been my f- favorite special for a very, very long time. I just haven't listened to it in a couple years. Kyle Kinane, Whiskey Icarus. Oh, man. Kyle Kinane. It's been a long time since I've seen much by him. Good, uh, Kyle Kinane's a good comedian. Fellow podcaster. Kyle Kinane, come on the show. Um... You know he's listening. I what the fuck have, is he doing? I, I have so many specials, so many specials that I think I'd recommend. It's tough because I they go so many ways. Like, like the ones that come off the top of my head are like "Thoughts and Prayers" by Anthony Jeselnik. Um, just because it's so poignant, the whole idea of thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> You're doing great, Tom Papa. If either of you have ever watched Tom Papa, you immediately win Love my Tom heart. Love Tom Papa. He's Love Tom Papa. Yeah. You're doing great. Um but there's if even I'm like gonna stuff recommend like one. Doug Stanhope, like I haven't seen it yet, but oh. uh I listened to a lot of his podcasts. Like I caught up on like uh-huh. a good two hundred episodes. But uh this is one fucking joke in there was um he, his mother was committing assisted suicide. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> Continue though. <laughs> uh, his mother was committing assisted suicide, so they're all having this party, getting drunk and doing drugs, and just fucking with her as she's going out. Damn, Doug Stanhope. Um. <sighs> Who would I recommend? I, you want, know I'm going to go with a, a guy that not many people know. Uh, and I've really fallen in love with him lately. Uh, Nate Bargatze. You're like, who? Bargatze. <laughs> kind of sounds uh, familiar. He's a special out. Um, he's a couple on Netflix, actually. I want to make sure that I choose the one that I think would be the best. Uh, I think his latest one, the greatest, the greatest average American is, uh, is worth a watch, but even the Tennessee kid is a really good special too. You may have to actually watch the Tennessee kid because I think he references it in the greatest average American. So, uh, yeah, Nate Bargatze, the, the Tennessee kid. That's my recommendation. Chalupa, do you know which uh, which comedian you would suggest or which special? Um, you don't talk, have to man. Right uh, no, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's fine. I got some in my head there. Uh, I I I really do like. We already talked about uh, Tom Papa. And we already talked about. Um, no one dropped Jim Jeffries yet. I do like Jim Jeffries, but I feel that he's uh, very current, and so people really know about him and Bill Burr and you know Russell Peters and those guys. Um, I really, <laughs> I, I really, really, really love uh, John Mulaney. Mm. John Mulaney, he's hilarious. I think he does. He he has excellent delivery, and he's just a great writer of jokes and. He, he ties so, so much of them together. So and like, I love how he talks about like his, his, his father 
It's like one black coffee. <laughs> Three kids in the back of the car. We drive through the McDonald's drive-through, and he orders one black coffee. <laughs> this motherfucker. Um, the his bit about street smarts and Detective JJ Biddenbinder. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I saw it live, and then I saw it again in uh, one of his specials. I don't remember which one. Like three months later and i was i even though i knew every bit coming i was still laughing like <laughs> he's just such a good writer i i don't <clears throat> think i've ever watched or listened to any of john mulaney stuff i know that he's in with all those crowds i just uh, never dipped on him damn you're missing out man definitely uh definitely check him out is he a clean so, comedian yeah i'd say relatively clean and that's Even not that, a judgment. I've never had a problem with people working clean. I think it's it's interesting when someone can do it really, really well, like you know, mm-hmm. almost to the point that you don't even notice. But um, very true. Like there are comedians that uh, that are clean. Like for example, I can't stand Seinfeld. I don't think he's a good stand-up comedian. The show mm-hmm. of Seinfeld, I don't mind, but. Seinfeld is a stand-up comedian, not for me. Uh, and part of it is like he literally just um, like Danielle has seen him two or three times with her mom, and it's like the same show, and they were like ten years apart. He just <laughs> it's recycling mm, it, which is yeah, which is super cheese. Uh, and then What's the other the part of it is like with pants, they write yeah. observational humor when it's sprinkled into other stuff. I love it, but when your whole show is just based around observational humor, I, I just tune you out immediately. Yeah. Um, it's why like I like comedians like Dimitri Martin for like five, ten minutes, and then I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah. <clears throat> I was a huge fan. Like I don't I know singing comedians get a bad rap, but uh Stephen Lynch, uh, like that was uh, a soundtrack to my my friends growing up. We we traveled in Toronto into Toronto one time to get to see him live. That was fucking amazing. Uh, uh, what other comedians? Uh Moshi Kasher. I really Kasher in the Rye. I'm a great book. I'm a big <laughs> fan of uh Patton Oswald. Uh his last special made me cry because is obviously talking about his wife passing away. Uh like it hit home hard. Oh, I didn't realize uh, he went through yeah. that. Doesn't he have a bunch of young kids? Yeah, he's got a daughter. He does something with uh, he does something with his daughter. Uh, him and his daughter read through Harry Potter together for like bedtime mm-hmm. over like the span of a couple of years. And I want to do that with uh, Sabrina. Uh, here you go, Chalupa, Tom Papa. Woo. Uh, signed, signed. This he's, one. He's Tom Papa's a big, fr- a big, uh, big he's a really good friend oh that's very cool right on man he's uh he's really good friends with uh rob zombie oh, yeah no it's random um he also do you sourdough listen to bacon. tom papa's podcast at all aaron yeah I exactly listen to his podcast i, I listened to his pod uh, sorry uh, joe rogan's podcast when he's had him as on, on as a guest uh he has a podcast with fortune femster uh i don't know if you know who fortune femster is um 
very chubby white southern girl with blonde hair scraggly blonde hair uh, uh you'd recognize her if you saw her she's been in a lot of uh, a lot of like uh movies tv shows um i think like they have such good chemistry together in their podcast uh it's worth a listen uh you guys uh, familiar with henry phillips Henry Phillips sounds familiar. Let me do a quick Google. I just sent you a clip of Henry's Kitchen, the YouTube series he's been doing for years. I don't. I think it's fairly uh, twenty-one thousand views. He's got sixty-two thousand subscribers. He's he's kind of known. He's kind of not known, but his fucking weird delivery is so good. I don't know if you want to screen share it and we could just watch like a minute of that, but it's fucking. Oh, it's so good. This up. Oh, an R.I.P. Norm Macdonald. Yeah. You know, I've I've never really listened to any of Norm Macdonald's stand up. I, oh. I remember Dirty Deeds and like I loved that movie. I, I don't know why I never went to, uh-huh. to, to check out more of what he was creating. Aaron Aaron's gonna start to get the the questions soon. And they come in order, Aaron. It it starts with when you pop in the question. When you pop the question, so when you pop in the question, so when you pop in the question, so and then you pop, pop the, the question, question and, and then, then it's the like, so when you guys it, gonna have kids? So when's the big date? When's the big date? Yeah. When's the big date? When's the big date? Okay, okay, cool. That's a little far out. Uh, okay, and then the and second, when's when are you guys gonna have kids? <laughs> and you have well, one then, kid, then it's the like, oh, kid? so you're gonna have a second kid? Yeah. No, so Tara yeah. and I already talked about <laughs> exactly. that, and this is this is where I have the arguments with Anthony as well that we have on on podcasts before, and it's like, yeah, marriage doesn't mean that you love each other, <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 when you have the ring on the finger, you like you, you swear in front of all your friends and family, like, oh, so no one's got divorced from having friends and family at their wedding with rings. It's like, no, no, no. It's like Tara and I, we're just like, yeah, I, easily... I don't even wear my ring. We could easily elope, easily. Like I could, I could propose to her tonight, and we could be married in two days, and you guys would find out next week, and we wouldn't care. We'd 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 throw a party. Perfect. We've already talked about that kind of Wait stuff. Yeah, exactly. And we're both happy. It's like okay, you, yeah, we'll get married. We'll have her parents. We'll have my dad, and then after that, we'll throw pa- parties between BC, Alberta, Ontario, and the East Coast of Canada. Okay, We've already that, talked about that. It. That is something that. I- I don't understand as an outsider to the whole thing is like uh, when people are trying to start their lives together, why? And like, I'm not yucking anybody else's yum. If you want to have a wedding, go ahead, have a wedding. I'm not getting in the way of that. No, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) My fucking sincere misunderstanding of like 20 to $30,000 for a fucking party. When you were trying to put money away for a house and put money like, you could rent out a bar and get like a bunch of alcohol and have a party and you could have a nice ceremony in a backyard for uh, under a thousand bucks. Like, I, I don't, I don't fully understand that drive and like a $6,000 what dress and then really expensive rings. Like I am sick and tired of being fucking poor. So I like going $30,000 down before you get to start seems fucking weird to me. I don't get it. You put pressure on your guests to come from wherever they're coming from to take time off to come see you. 
and they're going to spend money or take vacation time out of their year's yearly schedule where they could go somewhere else if they wanted to. You are spending a bunch of your money that you could buy use to buy property or a house or whatever you fuck you want to do. Uh, like the list you goes on and on. Thirty thousand like, dollar fucking trip across the world with the person you love, as opposed to a one day party. Yeah, yeah, or just so, buying property or investing. Yeah, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to yeah, pay for. So, you know, yeah. I don't. I don't, don't want to pay for two hundred dinner plates. Again, not yucking anyone else's yum because if you want to do uh, that, yeah. then... this is me. No, this I. Me. I agree. Um, <clears throat> Bilber Bilber has a bit about marriage in general, where he talks about uh, <laughs> he's like, if I gave you a parachute and told you jump off a plane, and then as you're about to do it, told you fifty percent of the parachutes don't work, are you still gonna <laughs> jump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh. Is Tara, does she have any sisters? Uh, no, she has a younger brother. Okay, so uh, a few things. So one, <laughs> I think... I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Girls value... Uh, two things. Girls value weddings or proposals differently depending on how they were exposed growing up to them like if a wedding was like a dream scenario to them growing up and then the other thing too is <clears throat> siblings compete and if your sister got married and got to walk down in that white dress and got to uh got to experience that and it's a big party then i want to experience that too so yeah. danielle lucky luckily could give two shits about her sister getting married because her sister's been married through or twice and about to be a third time. <laughs> She's not so, going to listen to this podcast. You a fucking jackpot, son. No, <laughs> she won't listen to the podcast. Uh, but Tim, get the, ready to be number The interesting four. thing is, I, I fucked up the proposal so bad. Oh. Uh, I completely misread. Uh, like, because Danielle never was a big like. She, everything was simple everything she wanted was simple 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 right uh so we had a trip to mexico planned i smuggled the ring to mexico and i did it on the beach in mexico and she was like this doesn't feel like us afterwards she said yes but she was bummed she was like you know what this doesn't feel like us uh i didn't like want the big wang anything like that but like you're a pretty romantic guy i thought like i had assumed that something big was gonna come you like, could have fair. washed the ring. I understood that you smuggled this through. <laughs> <laughs> smells like shit. I've got uh, pink uh, eye now. <laughs> the least romantic <laughs> disease. Um. So I reproposed to her, even though she said yes. She still she had the ring on. We did a a, a wine cycling tour, so we were like biking through Niagara together like uh like they did this full tour where you cycled sampled some wine at like four or five wineries and then afterwards i had us like stop at like uh one of the hotels in niagara on the lake and uh like get changed out of our uh out of our like cycling clothes clean up a bit and then we were like i had a horse and carriage waiting outside like did it to the nines oh my took God. her to That's like beautiful man 
to like uh took her to like a park by the lake on a gazebo and it like it was much more us and like i'm bummed out that i fucked up the first proposal so bad but i feel like if i just did the second proposal the first time then she went to wanted a wedding i feel like she wanted a wedding because she wanted that romantic experience so it changed things a little bit uh did she she's happy we had the wedding but at the same time just like she realized sunken costs right you look at everything like a wedding in toronto is like 150 dollars a plate minimum fuck me minimum fuck uh so like our wedding was 120 people and it cost us like thirty-three thousand dollars. i'm gonna shoot that's how much our wedding costs and that's gonna be our wedding meal I shot this deer. Eat it. All right, Joe Rogan. No, it's not vegan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, but like, we got maybe about twenty grand of that back. So like, you get some of it back, but it also makes you, uh, like the the custom is pay for your plate, and it also makes you like, you see you see things differently, and it makes you a shitty person because you'll be like, wow, this person gave us a twenty five dollar LCBO gift card, really. When at the end of the day, you shouldn't be thinking about that. You should be thinking about the fact that this person came to celebrate your day with you. Yeah. That's what's most important, right? So that's the mm. one thing that I like I really hated about weddings. Also the whole idea of marriage was created to unite families back in the day. Like that's not a thing anymore. We're not trying to merge the Denstets and the Smiths together <laughs> to rule the land <laughs> or for some for some sort of benefit, yeah. mutual benefit to the families. I would follow the Smiths and Densons to the hell and back, sir. <laughs> what is the dowry? What is the dowry being offered? My you get a share goat. of our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we start cutting wives in on the fucking shares of the podcast. I would like to be informed. <laughs> the Smith Car Chalupa oh clan. <laughs> yeah, she's all of a sudden getting 10% of the merch. I'm like, all right, all right, what's happening here? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Weddings. It's, it sucks, though, because, like, there can be fun stuff, but, like, it just seems like there's all these added pressures to people when they're getting hitched. Like, not only are you doing the, the regular meal now, now you're getting, like, a poutine bar for late night, or you're getting a donut tray because that's the thing that's in right now. I don't Photo know. booth, yeah. DJ, so all that when, garbage. And you can't just ask for cash, even though everybody's been living together for three, four years before they get hitched. Oh, like, they are now. They yeah. are. You, yeah. you you go on their what do they call it the registry and they tell you what they there's want. nice ways to ask for there's nice things to, uh, ways to ask for cash without asking for cash vacation <laughs> oh yeah there's yeah very nice ways. because everyone's got a tie the knot account now they uh, they kind of like subtly hint to you that that that's what they're asking for unless you do it like a different way and then yeah you can't just give them I will accept yeah. Vimeo transfers or you can give me Bitcoin. I was going to say Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 